0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by rapodcast.net. This is episode 302, recorded live on Sunday, April 7th, 2013. And here are your hosts. The man who was attacked by chickens last night, Dave Play. Hello, hello. And the man who finished Super Mario Brothers instead. Andy Lohai.
1: I I have to say, congratulations.
0: That was a lot of work.
1: (laughs) So Andy joined us last night for our classic gaming on Google Hangouts, where he uh, did as we we had discussed previous and said, I want to play some of these classic games. And so Andy sat down while I was playing Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, thus being attacked by chickens. Brian and Brendan have kind of abandoned some of this classic gaming idea. Uh, Brian was playing Minecraft. Brendan was playing Final Fantasy VI, which actually is indeed still classic gaming. Uh, But they also were playing Borderlands 2. (laughs) Kind of the opposite of classic gaming. Uh, And Andy played Super Mario Bros. From start to finish.
0: The original NES Super Mario Bros.
1: Now... Uh, we, we should, you know, if there is a little asterisk next to Andy's completion.
0: Oh, oh Andy. a little asterisk.
1: <laughs> a very large asterisk. Uh, Andy did not complete the game by himself, as it were. Uh, this is what's known as a tool-assisted run. Yes. Because Andy made very good friends with the save state and load state keys.
0: For those who don't know... Um It's the ability to save an instant in time.
1: And then go back to that exact instant. At
0: any point in the game.
1: (coughs) What? You fell down a hole? No, you didn't. It's 20 seconds ago.
0: You beat this level? Save state.
1: (laughs) You died six times? Load state. Yeah. Now
0: let me just say also, I did not use any warp tubes
1: Nope, he did go through every level. I was every, witness to that.
0: Every single level. I was kind of actually There's surprised a- on some of the later levels was uh, in the castles. hmm There was actually like an infinite loop system set up. So if you didn't go through the castle correctly, it looped you back to where you originally started.
1: That is mean.
0: I didn't notice that the first time. Like, I was just running through the castle thinking, like, my god, this castle's freaking huge.
1: <laughs> they just keep repeating the same section. But. Those lazy-ass programmers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then I died, and then I loaded a state, and then I did, did the first part differently, and I was like, wait a second, this is not the same thing that I just played.
1: This is significantly shorter. What's going on here?
0: Oh, they're being
1: sneaky. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I could say... That I could have done the 99 lives trick, but I decided against it. That's I used the save states instead.
1: What's the 99 lives trick?
0: Oh, there's a level. I think it's one three. Yeah, lives. Uh, trick. Let me see if I can find it.
1: I see this in Super Mario Brothers, uh, the new one.
0: There's a um. There's a turtle walking down that ramp that goes up to the flagpole,
1: oh uh, okay, you can just keep bouncing on him,
0: yeah so yeah, you just I see it run up to the little thing
1: oh clever
0: and <laughs> it just keeps going yep until you want it to stop well when you run out of extra lives or time yeah oops, so I could have done that instead of using the save states, but then it Um, would have been slower.
1: Yeah. Just use the save states.
0: There's only so much Mario, you can take it one time.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, you know, you beat Mario. Did you enjoy playing with us and and sitting there and talking with us while playing a game?
0: I didn't really use the Hangout part of Google Hangouts all that much. Right. I mean, i had you guys on Mumble or Vent or something. Okay. And it would have been the same thing, because I'm sitting here staring at the screen the entire time. I have not paid attention to what's going on your screens.
1: Oh, see, it's actually kind of a lot more fun, in my opinion, to have the other screens visible and just peek in every once in a while.
0: Well, my problem is the fact that uh, limited bandwidth causes your screens to be
1: Well, you're you're not going to see them in, in live... Detail. No, but, but it,
0: it almost was unwatchable at other, uh, looking at other people's screen because my bandwidth is not.
1: Um, Dude, you need vast. a better internet connection.
0: So I say, after a while, I'm like, "Well, screw trying to look at these fuzzy Rorschach yep. tests. Let me just <laughs> minimize that and play Mario while your listening
1: f- to you guys." Phone probably has a better internet connection. <laughs> if you had data on your phone,
0: well, I have data on my phone now.
1: Oh, you do? Yeah.
0: Remember I changed cell phone plans?
1: Yes. So you should actually run a speed test on your phone's data plan versus your wireless.
0: Uh, is there a mobile data test somewhere?
1: There, yeah, we covered the FCCs, remember?
0: I know, but is there one on my phone right now?
1: Oh, that I no, you, you test. probably want to go download the FCC app. Don't do it right now.
0: <laughs> I suppose.
1: But, yeah, so so. The videos didn't help, but even just chatting, I mean, even if it were, had been on Mumble.
0: Then it would have, oh, I've got an, actually a uh, test right now.
1: Andy, focus.
0: Sorry, I'm doing a Wi-Fi speed test at the moment.
1: <laughs> so let, let me kind of turn that around, though, even if the video wasn't helpful to you. It was kind of cool for us, because we could see your video and see where you were and what was going on. And in fact, you did use that at one point.
0: That is true, that one jump. And I was like, how the, how the hell am I supposed to do
1: that? And he got to a, a jump and was unable to figure out what he had to do to get across it. And so he just called out and was like, guys, what do I do here?
0: <laughs> and I love the first response was, Jump. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to oh shit, Sherlock. Andy! You jump. I actually was not the one who said jump. I gave Andy. I believe what is the correct answer?
0: Yeah, it was had. You had to do a running jump and land. Yeah, correctly. except there's
1: there's no space for you to run, so you have to go back a little bit. Run, jump onto this little platform, and then jump off of the little platform while you are still running. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. <laughs>
0: Alright, I've got 1.4 megabits per second down, 262 kilobits per second up. I am yeah. currently getting 2.6 megabits per second down using the phones. So that's better or worse? It's better. Okay. Let's see what my upload is. Nine fifty-six kilobits per second upload,
1: so So it's slightly faster. You should have just been like doing the hangout through your phone.
0: Yes, but then how would you have seen what was going on on my computer?
1: Well, you could. You were on a laptop, weren't you? Yes. You could have broadcast from your phone.
0: (laughs) Tether my phone to the laptop.
1: Tether your phone. Well, tether your laptop to the phone.
0: That seems silly but it would have been faster, you're right. Ooh,
1: I just discovered a new topic. What? So we did cover the FCC's uh, app a long time ago. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, they've released their report from that app. Oh. They're actually retiring the app and coming out with a new one. Hmm. I need to find it now.
0: So, Dave, the next question becomes, what will be the next game that I try and
1: play? Okay, that, that is indeed the question. Um, I would first like to kind of suggest that we open this up a little bit and offer that decision to the listeners if people want to kind of email in with ideas for what game Andy should play, classic gaming, uh, things that have already been discussed, Castlevania, Battletoads... Because we are cruel and heartless bastards. Legends um, of Zelda. The Legend original. of Zelda. The original Legend of Zelda. Zelda 2. Uh,
0: I've got Punch-Out
1: on here right now as well.
0: Eh. I'm curious. It's one of those things that it's...
1: If you do Punch-Out, you don't get to use save and load states. Well,
0: I know that.
1: <laughs> that's, that's my caveat on that one. Um... I don't know. I mean, Zelda's... The the original Zelda is a great game. It's really hard.
0: It's one of those things where even if I played it as a child, we didn't have the instruction manual or anything with it. So I get thrown into this world and I'm just like, uh...
1: Well, that's actually the point of Zelda, Andy.
0: But what did you get in the box? What's in the box?
1: What do you mean, what's in the box? There was a little story in the box. I was trying to make a reference to Zelda. I understand. But my point is that like there's you know, Zelda actually does just dump you into the world. There's no tutorial, there's no instructions, there's no guidance. The first thing you see is this cave, and you're like, Oh, what's in the cave? Oh, there's a sword. If you don't know to go in that cave, you don't get a sword. Makes the game a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Zelda, or, or maybe pick a, uh, a Super Nintendo, or, this would be kind of cool, now that you've beaten Mario, go play Mario 2.
0: That's what I was also thinking. Now which Mario 2 do I play?
1: The uh, Doki Doki Panic Mario 2, the one that was released in the US as Mario 2. The one that is the actually like true sequel to Mario. Turns out, if you look at the developers for Doki Doki Panic, mm-hmm. it's the same people who did Mario. Hmm. It was the same development team. But it's completely different. It is. But it really is like the spiritual successor. Yeah. So Mario 2,
0: I think. So if anybody has any suggestions, feel free to email us.
1: RAPodca- was a mail at rapodcast.net? Yep. Cool. I'm slowly working my way through Zelda. I finished two more dungeons. In the time it took Andy to beat all of Super Mario Brothers with tools, I did dungeons one... Oh, no, I did more than two dungeons. I did dungeons one, two, and four, and almost all of three in the Dark World. You are in the Dark World. You done... Ba-da-da-ba. All right, anyway... anyway. <laughs> uh sports sure Andy Since I haven't Kate's gone brackets any- are done yes like done, done. No like, more
0: points to be given.
1: Anything else at this point won't make a difference to them
0: do you want to know what the point total was using well, go ahead using monahan's point system, I beat Kate by one point.
1: now this is you know Andy did beat Kate and Andy did spend more time on. The bracket, then Kate did. Andy, how long did you spend on your bracket?
0: I will say hours.
1: How long did Kate spend on her bracket?
0: Five minutes.
1: And her bracket almost beat yours.
0: Yes, they were basically equal.
1: It, it came down to, like, one game.
0: Yes. If Louisville didn't win, then Kate would have won.
1: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. 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 I'm excited, though. I'm super excited. Did you watch the game last night at all?
0: No, no, I didn't.
1: Oh, oh. So Michigan versus Syracuse in the semifinal. I typically don't watch basketball games. I believe we've talked about this on here before. I don't really like basketball as a sport. This was the most amazing basketball I've ever seen. This was ridiculous. These guys were... It, it was a whole other game than what I'm used to watching.
0: I didn't watch it at all. I also um, steered away that. from Facebook.
1: <laughs> so I, I was thinking of a really bad joke last night in, with, with Facebook because everyone was going, Hail, right? Because Michigan yeah. won. It's hail to the victors. Yeah. So just on my on the timeline, I was, Hail, 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 Hail. I really wanted to go on there and be like, why is everyone going Nazi on me? <laughs> Like are Nazis taking over Facebook? What's with all the heils? Oh, I mean, really, hail? Whatever happened to Go Blue? I don't know. I I liked Go Blue. I'm still good with Go Blue. What? Where is this hail coming from?
0: It comes from the sky. It's frozen rain. It
1: does. So yeah.
0: So yeah, I, I stayed away from Facebook. I just like no,
1: <laughs> not going there. It it was pretty impressive, though. It really was. (sighs) So, yeah, that's sports. It is now uh, Louisville versus University of Michigan on Monday. So, actually, as this is coming out. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Not going to watch it. No? Nope. Nope. The final? Nope. How come? Not interested
0: anymore. (laughs) I'm interested until I'm done, and I'm done.
1: You're Thank done, you. so you're not interested. Okay.
0: Baseball season's starting up, though. Yeah, you not interested. Do, yeah, it's you know things you're <laughs> like, not interested in.
1: Okay. I saw that the Tigers lost to the Twins. They beat the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, like, I don't know what else to say to that. That's all I've
0: got. So, should we go to topics?
1: Sure. Topics. What do we have? We got a ton. Yes. Uh, April Fool's last week.
0: Oh. Do,
1: you, do you want to perhaps apologize to the audience for what you did to them, Andy?
0: There is... I think I got more response from this April Fool's joke than I did last year's. I'm not so. sure if that's a good thing or not, though.
1: I know I got responses to this one.
0: Everybody's honest response was what the hell is going on?
1: Oh, see, that's not the responses I got. The responses I got were you bastards. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I got a couple of those, too. Yeah. So, um, in case people didn't realize, we recorded a normal episode, but what I did was, we had the intro, just to let you know that it's the April Fool's episode, but everything past that point, I took, like, the last five minutes of the episode and put it in the front, and then took the five minutes before that and put it after that. So, it's the episode backwards, but... In
1: five-minute segments.
0: In five-minute segments. Hence why, sometimes it made no sense whatsoever.
1: I can't believe you did
0: that. <laughs> <sighs> Brian actually had a good point, which I thought about after I was done, so I didn't have time to go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. But I probably should have put, you know, some sort of audio cue.
1: Every time it switched? Yeah. I guess, because there's like a visual cue in the movie. Yeah. Which is that the scene changes completely.
0: Well, it also, I think it fades to white. If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it. I also, for all those who are more astute, I also did not put any. I put like two because in the in the um, movie, there's the black and white sections, which are in the forward timeline. Yep. I didn't really do that. I was going to do that, but I thought this would, be, would make it even more confusing. So just do everything backwards after like the first two. So yeah, um, just the good news is I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. Yeah. Good.
0: So what about the rest of the Internet?
1: <clears throat> the rest of the Internet? Well, let's see. Google had several. Google had Google treasure maps
0: mm-hmm.
1: where they had – it was just another layer on Google Maps. I didn't, I didn't think it was quite as clever as what they had done last year with the 8-bit Google Maps that you would use your uh, Famicom system to modem into. Um, YouTube was revealed to have been a 10-year-long, 8-year-long contest.
0: Which that was actually my favorite April Fool's joke, because they kept it going. They had a live YouTube video, like a live stream on YouTube, of two announcers, basically like, just like you know how they would announce the nominees for the Oscars. They did just that.
1: reading YouTube videos.
0: Well, they would read and they would comment on them and that sort of thing. <laughs> they kept it going all night.
1: Good for them. That's impressive. That that does take some dedication.
0: Like it was a live video the entire time. And it just kept on going for hours and hours and yep. hours.
1: Um. So YouTube. Google itself had Google Nose, which was this olfactory search engine. So you could search smells and have the smells transmitted to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Twitter was also funny. Where they Twitter.
1: Yep, Twitter became Twitter, uh, where they removed the vowels. It became a pay-for-service if you wanted vowels,
0: <laughs> which is the easiest way for Twitter to make money ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, talk about monetizing. <laughs> it brings up a good question. Like Twitter, you know, the age-old question for Twitter was how do we, how do they make money? And they could actually monetize it because they could just change it so that you're limited to a hundred characters. But if you are a Twitter Pro member. You get all hundred and twenty, or hundred and forty, whatever it is, and make it cheap. Make it like five cents a month per account.
0: Would that be enough though to
1: to pay for it?
0: I thought Twitter right now does—they have
1: the sponsored tweets. Right? They have sponsored tweets. That's how they're making money.
0: I thought they were also making slightly money for, by verifying <laughs> accounts
1: and selling people's information. Also true. Um so that was Twitter. Epic. Epic Systems Corporation actually had some April Fools jokes on their front page. Uh the the primary one being Epic releases Kool-Aid recipe. I don't get it. It's are you familiar with the term drink the Kool-Aid? Yes. Okay. There is a bit of a cult atmosphere if you if you look around
0: no the new shit was- Sherlock.
1: Yeah, well <laughs> so Epic's front page had Epic releasing their secret Kool-Aid recipe.
0: Oh goodness.
1: Yeah. That that was interesting. There were some internal ones as well, uh, but they are less funny unless you know some of the history, so I won't bother going into those. What else did you see? Anything? Anything else good? Um Starcraft had uh Blizzard wasn't really there this year. they didn't make a good showing
0: no, that's what i was what I was wondering about like what is Blizzard going to do and when-
1: Blizzard did some little things, but they weren't amazing they weren't great they weren't you know <laughs> they they weren't things that would eventually lead to future expansions yeah do you do you understand that reference Andy yeah, I know okay miss. Of- Pandaren's were originally one of the April Fool's jokes. Yeah. So, I didn't see April Fool's. What what did you see? What was your favorite?
0: Like I said, the YouTube video
1: was my favorite. Oh, that it kept going? Yeah. Okay. There were tons of them all over. Some game companies did some. Nothing too amazing and striking. No. I didn't even understand XKCDs this year.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand it either. I,
1: I tried, but... That one was beyond me. Okay, well, let's see. What other topics do we have?
0: Uh, let's see. What do we want to the talk The
1: worst company in America. Yes, put out this by the consumerist. The, the consumerist blog has, runs this every year where they have users vote on the worst company. And EA is kind of right up there. Uh, they, they are listed very high in this poll
0: Well, they won it last year.
1: Yep. And it's, it's a little, um, wrong. And so Peter Moore, of all people, who is the COO at this point of EA, and you may remember Peter Moore as, you know, one of the inventors of the Xbox. Yeah. Who then went to EA Sports and is now in charge of, well, he's the chief operating officer of EA. Uh... And he he wrote a statement on that and said, "Like, look, here's the truth. Here's what's going on." And he he basically took it and said, "Yep, EA is. You guys are voting EA as the worst company in America over you know companies like Enron, companies like Exxon Valdez, companies that are like BP, and you know companies that have had Exxon Valdez was a ship." Uh, well, ExxonMobil.
0: Exxon, there you go.
1: Thank you, sorry. Uh, but that, you know, you're putting EA ahead of these, these giant companies who have been responsible for the downfall of the economy and natural disasters. natural disasters. And, and, you know, like if that's how you guys really feel, but you're all wrong.
0: <laughs> I'm just kind of surprised looking at the list here. Mm-hmm. That Ticketmaster beat out Carnival Cruise Line. I mean, for goodness sakes, the Carnival Cruise Line has just been getting hammered recently. I would have expected them to score higher, but they got beat by Ticketmaster.
1: Yep. I mean, some of these, I'm not even sure why they're on the list. What, what has J.C. JCPenney done that would make it a bad company?
0: I don't know. Let's
1: or see. PayPal or Google. I mean, look at the, the bottom right corner of the bracket, UPS and FedEx. How are either of those even in the running for the worst company in America?
0: I don't know. Okay, let's see. Yeah, okay, so let's see. The store is advertising as deep discounts on items, but some accuse J.C. JCPenney of falsely making it up the full price, full retail price, in order to make the discounts seem bigger than they are.
1: Oh, no. They did retail marketing. <laughs>
0: Um flaying off employees, robots are hired to handle customer service emails.
1: Okay, you you let's clarify something. You don't hire a robot.
0: I'm just reading what the consumerist is putting down. I
1: know. I used to read the consumerist, and then I stopped because they became idiotic. Yes.
0: Yes they are. So I I agree that there are problems at EA.
1: But, but it's not like they're they're fucking people over.
0: No. Yes, there were problems with SimCity. Yes, there are problems with origin, but when you compare it to, you know, Exxon and BP, it, it's a whole different ball game. Yep, so I hate to say it, but I'm almost agreeing with.
1: So Peter looking Moore. at yeah, looking at the, the article you linked, this is an article about his post. He actually posted the, the letter to Kotaku.: Oh. And it's, it's definitely worth reading. Let's see. Oh, I guess he posted it on EA's site, saying we can do better, but also saying that, like, look, it's because we're so popular that we, you know, any minor mistake gets blown out of proportion.
0: Oh, yeah. What free game did you get?
1: Mass Effect 3.
0: Wasn't there a big hoopla about that last year?
1: Yes, that the ending was terrible. I see. In fact, it's one of the reasons why people were voting EA as the worst company last year. Yeah, I liked it. So some of the comments are uh, you know, 100% legitimate, but some of the others aren't. So uh, people think free-to-play games and microtransactions are a pox on gaming, except tons of people are doing it. Um, we've seen mailing lists that direct people to vote for EA because they disagree with the choice of the cover athlete on Madden NFL. <laughs> really? This is, I mean, yeah, this poll is, is idiocy. Yes. This is stupid.
0: Yes, yes, it is.
1: Did EA fuck things up? Yes. Are they the worst company in America? No. No. Do they have terrible, shady business practices such as purchasing IP and then destroying the source of it? Yeah, absolutely. Is that, you know, something that makes them worse than British Petroleum? Nope. So speaking... speaking- <laughs> Andy, I think we were going in the same place of uh, taking IP and destroying it. Oh,
0: we spend too much time together.
1: Were, were you thinking the same thing? Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking that as I was deciding what to say about EA and and figuring out how to work that in. Oh, we'll go ahead. Disney. Disney bought Lucas Arts. Disney bought Industrial Light and Magic. Disney bought the entire Lucasfilm umbrella. Yes. Which includes all the projects that they were working on, like Star Wars 1313, which was the next-gen console game, which was supposed to be absolutely amazing.
0: Which we um, also found out from the developers was supposed to star Boba Fett. We were going to get a Boba Fett
1: game. game. Yep. Uh, emphasis on the conditional past. We were going to. No more.
0: No, because Disney is shutting down the developing side of LucasArts. LucasArts itself is not dead, but it will only be there in name only. No. So everybody says, oh, they're shutting down LucasArts. No, they're technically not shutting down LucasArts. They're just turning them from a developer basically into... A licenser, a producer, maybe something that can handle other companies making Lego Star Wars. If that makes sense. A little bit. So yeah, it's it's going to be a ghost of its former self, but it's still not dead, dead. It's just mostly dead. <laughs>
1: It's just partially there. It's kind of there, but those awesome projects are gone. Yes. Which means, like, if Disney has any sense, they'd actually sell the project rights and the development. You've got this huge code base. Sell it.
0: Well, what's kind of funny is uh, some of the developers kind of did a little nose-thumbing back to uh, Disney. Yeah. They released the source code for their games.
1: (laughs) Wait, the, the source code's out?
0: Uh, which game was it? I forgot which one it was. Uh, Star Jedi Wars no. Jedi Knights and Jedi Knight 2.
1: They released the Jedi Knight source code? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you know how old that game is?
0: Well, there's the uh, Star Wars Jedi Knights 2.
1: And Jedi Academy. And
0: Jedi Academy. So yes, wow. they're, they're not up to date, but um,
1: oh, because it was done by a different studio. Yes. Okay, so that's why they could do it. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, the the games are really old. These are are mid nineties. True, but that's still pretty cool.
0: Side note: I just have uh, Knights of the Old Republic installed on my computer. Why? So I try that out finally. Okay. Speaking of old games, yeah, old Star Wars games,
1: classic games doesn't have to be console. You could do that in the, in the uh, classic gaming night.
0: True. Wow. So what does this mean, other than the fact that we don't have any new Star Wars games coming out? <laughs> but we will have new Star Wars games, that's a given, especially with the new Star Wars movies. Movies,
1: yeah. Um, well, it, it sets a dangerous precedent, and it makes me kind of nervous about what EA is going to do with the expanded universe. I mean Disney. What Disney is going to do with the expanded universe.
0: Wait a second. A company buys
1: IV. <laughs> I, it, it's just such a... like. It's the it's parallel EA's pattern, right? It, this is what EA does, and now Disney is doing it. Uh, but what Disney is going to do with that expanded universe, and whether or not they ignore it is option one, treat it with respect is option two, uh, or destroy it and say, this is all gone. This is no longer considered canon. And when you look at who they tapped to direct the movie... Wait for it. Wait for it.
0: I, I'm still not getting where you're going with that.
1: Who, who's directing the new Star Wars movie, Andy? J.J. Abrams. What did J.J. Abrams do? Lots of things. To Star Trek. Oh. There it is. The is. We're going to ignore all of this established information and just go our own way. Hmm. Now, on the plus side, he's not actually going to have to sneak an R2-D2 into this movie. True. I wonder if that means he's going to sneak an Enterprise into it. I could see that. Just like some random ship in space is the USS Enterprise.
0: Hmm. Oh, so speaking of space. Uh-oh. Yes. Remember how we talked about there was going to be a Kickstarter Indiegogo sort of thing? No. For NASA? No. Oh. I swear we talked about it.
1: We might have.
0: Where they wanted to raise $33,000 to create a 30-second trailer to play in front of the new Star Trek movie.
1: Yes. Well, and we said their, that's ridiculous. Well, they hit their goal. Oh, God. Why do people want to throw their money away at things like this?
0: They made, they're at $45,000. So 59 movie theaters are going to have this commercial played before every showing of Star Trek.
1: Why? Do people throw their money away? They
0: want actually to raise more money now.
1: For what? They
0: want to raise $94,000 so that they can expand from 59 movie theaters to 750 movie theaters.
1: That's a huge expansion. It's ridiculous. Gee, man, if people want to give away their money, they should just give it to me.
0: <laughs> give it to you?
1: I'll make good use of it. Well, about me? Give it to us. Just give it to me. Ra podcast. We could use it. No, us.
0: Okay, give it to us. But then we should, you know, charge by the hour of work spent on the <laughs>
1: podcast. Well, you'd get a bigger cut, certainly.
0: Much bigger. <laughs> and
1: he's like, I do all the work. Mm hmm. All of it. Pretty much. I, I yeah, Laura's got a good point, Andy. What? I made the site.
0: <laughs> Craigslist.
1: <laughs> Website needed.
0: <laughs> yes. So what else we got going on here? Okay. Do you remember the whole thing with Microsoft and Twitter this week?
1: I, I only caught the tail end of it. Um, but there, as I understand it, there had been a rumor that the new console, the Durango, yes. is going to have always-on functionality to launch a game.
0: Yes, this was originally posted on Kotaku, saying and then
1: that a Microsoft engineer went onto Twitter to defend it and say this, e- even if this were the case, because of course he won't admit that it is or is not. He said even if this is the case, it's not that bad. Sit down, shut up.
0: No, no. Let me let me just say, point out what he tweeted. Sorry, I don't get the drama around having an always-on console. Every device is now always on. That's the world we live in. Hashtag deal with it.
1: Okay, so A, he shouldn't have been on there anyway. No. Right? Microsoft hires smart people. They do. And smart people should know, don't get involved with this. Second off, he's an idiot because, no, not everything is always on, and I don't want to have an always-on requirement. And if that is the case, well... I'm probably not picking up the Durango. Because
0: having it connected to the Internet, just to have it connected to the Internet, I, I don't have that with my Xbox.
1: Yeah. You know, what if I want to play it on a car trip? What if I want to play it at a hotel, but I don't want to pay $20 a day for Internet? So, no, that's, that's kind of stupid. Yeah. Now, Microsoft has, of course, kind of stepped in and said, look, we are not confirming or denying anything. Uh, this guy just, was an idiot.
0: Yeah, this guy does not speak on he behalf of Microsoft. He does not speak Microsoft. for
1: Microsoft. I would not be surprised if this guy does not work at Microsoft. <laughs> or if he does, that he was uh, disciplined. I mean, how stupid can you be to go on there and just do that?
0: There's, you should, no, don't, don't. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like, really, why are you, t- just don't talk to the internet. There are too many trolls out there,
1: Just yeah, don't, don't do it. Not a good plan. No. So what do you think, Andy, always on?:
0: I find it inevitable but ridiculous.
1: agreed. but so like not inevitable as in this console:
0: No, but in the future, everything will always be connected.
1: Yes, but we will also have ubiquitous computing, and it won't make a difference.: No. Because everything will always be connected. It's not a question of it will be a requirement. It's that everything will actually always be connected.
0: So let's see what else we got going on here. Um, Fox and Universal posted some DMCA takedown notices. Mm -hmm. That's not newsworthy. What they posted them for is...
1: What did they post them for?
0: Um. They posted them for other DMCA takedown notices. Wait, what? Recent submissions by Fox and Universal Studios included DMCA requests for the removal of previous takedown notices.
1: How does that work? (laughs) Like, hey, you have a DMCA notice on your website. We want you to take that down.
0: Yes. They sent Google a DMCA request saying, hey, we want you to remove.
1: So does that negate the first request and they can put the content back up?
0: i I don't know this
1: is- <laughs> like what I'm not sure what's involved in that because when Google puts up the notice, it's like this was taken down, and this is why so then do you do you have another post that says the post that says this was taken down has been taken down
0: It's the sacking mining python all over again. <laughs> we apologize those who have been sacked have now just been sacked <laughs>
1: why? Like, I don't... I
0: don't get this. The <laughs> DMCA notice is infringing itself, according to Fox. How? I d- <laughs> It's... This.
1: this makes no sense. This is an ex-par... No, sorry. <laughs> That's like You're, I'm saying. It's the beginning of yeah, well, you, Python you and the Holy Grail. Of right, like... I, <laughs>
0: Oh God! <laughs> Those who have done the sacking have now just been sacked. <laughs> I don't get it. Just because the the MCA notice is posting, hey, this is illegal. This, is <laughs> I love how Torrent Freak was pointing this out though. If you get one person who's able to basically do a search of all of these uh, notices, you can have a pretty decent pirated search.
1: I, I don't follow.
0: They have to post all of the notices online. Yeah. Well then, why don't you just search all the notices? It's like robbers looking at the obituaries to see who's died, so they can see whose house to rob.
1: Well, but what what is having the searches show you? I mean, what it,
0: this all of the website links are listed in the DMCA takedown notices. Of so what a DMC needs to be notice taken saying, down. Hey, this website has illegal content. You need to remove this. When you look so, at it, go oh.
1: Then you go to the site and grab it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or not well not grab then. that specific one, but you know now of a site.
1: That hosts illegal. Yeah. I see. I like it. Time to start searching now. <laughs> what it needs wow. to do, Dave. Is not that. No. Uh Eve Online. Ten years. They've been doing this for ten years. We've been doing it for six. True. God, EVE was only four when we started.
0: So what they want to do is, since you know, there's not really any NPCs or stories to talk about with EVE. They want
1: stories from the users. Yes. Submit a true story. Vote for the best story. Wow. Wow. We've talked about a, a number of stories from EVE. I know. And I know we've only hit like a small fraction of them. Wow. Okay, that's kind of cool. I'm I'm interested in that
0: because it's like we we basically Eve basically built a sandbox, and they're like, well, we can't really tell a story because you guys are the ones who basically.
1: So go play.
0: Go play, and then tell us about it.
1: That's cool. That actually is very, very, very cool. I approve wholeheartedly. Um, now they have to get the word out because, yes. I mean, you know.
0: There's probably a lot Strolling of... Scrolling who- through
1: here, I see like four people submitting. Yeah. Oh, God, you can search by stories, by tags, there's by the corporation. A lot of stories. You can search by where the stories happened, what solar system and what region.
0: Oh, geez.
1: Uh, I'm noticing there's no tag for uh, scam <laughs> or banking raid or I have a degree in economics.
0: So Dave, have you Is it ever time heard to get
1: of back into Eve? Is it time to try that again?
0: No, no, it's never time to try Eve again. Are you sure? Yes. So Dave, have you ever heard of a TDoS attack?
1: TDoS. Yes. No. Targeted denial of service. What? No.
0: Telephone denial of service attack.
1: What? <laughs> when you you call them.
0: T-DOS attacks use high volumes of automated calls to tie up a target's phone system, halting incoming and outgoing calls.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. That's terrible.
0: So what people would do is perpetrators um, would call an organization, uh, demands payment of $5,000. For
1: protection money.
0: Basically. And um, failure to get payment. They tie up your phone lines. All of them.
1: All the phone lines.
0: For hours.
1: That's potentially deadly to companies. Yes. It's also, I mean, you, you might be able to get them for harassment, but it's not illegal.
0: People have been doing that for years with, like, um, phone contests
1: mm-hmm. for radio stations.
0: I think the VH1 Corvette getaway is actually a uh, one of the earliest talks about that. Oh, there's no Wikipedia article about that? Hmm. I'm kind of actually surprised. Wow.
1: So are yeah, these so getting it... worse and worse and worse? Yes. Because it's easier and easier and easier to get into it?
0: Yeah, the free IP to PBX software, as well as computer-based call generation tools and easy-to-access SIP services. Basically, like you, you can build computers now to just... Do this. Do this. Wow. Pretty much free. Wow. And there's not really any way to counter that unless you've got a serious, scalable phone. I don't even know how you'd even be you, able to. You can't.
1: You no, can't you scale. Can't. I mean, without putting in a uh, a computer line.
0: Yeah, you'd have to have a completely digital phone system.
1: To handle all the calls.
0: Yeah, which most places don't. Yep. Especially if they're going after, you know, um, administrative buildings. Mm-hmm. Most of them would not,
1: Or. Know, you know, any mom-and-pop business? Yeah. You know, think about Zone. How many phone lines did we have? Call waiting.
0: <laughs> so Yeah.
1: TDoS. That's terrible. It's T-dos. a thing. Okay.
0: It's horrible. It's evil. Not good.
1: No, not at all. What else do we have? Uh, did it MP3 court rulings.
0: Yes. So there was I the thing that's, that's saying, like you know, the company that was trying to sell used MP3s.
1: Yeah, the- which was... The weirdest and stupidest thing I've ever seen, but okay.
0: Well, the, they got sued by the MPAA and yeah, no RIAA, of course. Um, and the judge has ruled against
1: them. Saying that it, you, you can't sell a used MP3.
0: No, because um, the company tried to say, well, it, it, we're trying to make a digital project, of digital uh, item, physical. Like the, you know, the Supreme Court said, like the first sale doctrine.
1: Right, for textbooks.
0: Yes, because it's a physical object. They were trying to use that argument for digital objects, but it didn't work.
1: Yeah, because it's not a physical object.
0: No, it it basically, uh, uh, the judge has said, however, even if that was the case, that it was a physical object moving, the fact that a file has moved from one material object, the user's computer, to another, the company's server, means that a reproduction has occurred and not an actual physical moving. Ooh. So then... When another person so downloads I'd, it I'd from have to the put server. it on a
1: disc and then mail it to you to make it a physical object.
0: I guess so. You're saying the used MP3s are not physical objects, so therefore got nixed.
1: Okay, but I could sell you my hard drive with a bunch of MP3s on it.
0: I guess so. Um, the company has came out with those saying, "Well, this was actually just part of our 1.0 service. Our new 2.0 service doesn't um, matter from this."
1: Okay, interesting. <laughs>
0: Uh, man, I guess we'll have to end topics on a slightly down note. uh Oh, Roger Ebert has passed away.
1: He, yes, indeed, heard about that. Seventy years old. It was cancer, I believe. Yes. Okay. So who's going? To, that that's Siskel and Ebert. Who's going to review our movies now? I don't know. Who's going to raise the debate on video games being art? Now, I mean, I I wholly disagreed with Ebert's take on it but it got the discussion out there.
0: Yes. Ebert loved doing discussion. I would have there was the uh, I'm not sure if I hear remember this correctly but I swear they went to a showing of Citizen Kane where they could just anybody could like pause the movie at any point and bring up a discussion about it.
1: Okay, that's really cool. That's
0: what Ebert was doing. He's like, I Sounds like want, Passover. We want to talk about it. So, let's talk about it.
1: It's kind of like what we do at Passover.
0: Yeah. So even though you might not agree with his views, he at least was bringing it up. He's not, you know, like Congress saying, well, we need to regulate it without even (laughs) discussing it. Ebert wanted to talk about it.
1: So he will be missed. I I kind of hope that we don't see a massive uprising of video game players saying like, ah, ha, ha, finally, no more competition. Games is art.
0: Hopefully everybody will the, not.
1: The discussion was good. Yes. And it needs to continue. Yes. All right. Random review. Yes, Dave. Your actual review. My actual review, not my ah-ha-ha-I'm-going-to-try-and-be-funny-and-fail-miserably review. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Antichamber.
0: Let me just say, I thought it was funny that you tried to do the review of the podcast, and you're like, well, I don't have enough to talk about it. So, moving on.
1: Yep. Antichamber.
0: Oh, Bruce's game that I didn't want to talk about.
1: Why didn't I, you want to talk about it?
0: Because, remember, this was one of the PAX 10 games. Yeah. So I sent out an email talking to Bruce about it. He was in Australia. We weren't able to connect, but I was able to email back and forth about him about like that. And he was like, I'd love to be on your podcast, but I don't want to talk about the game.
1: <laughs> Andy, let's get him on the podcast. I'm I'm Okay. We won't talk the about the game. Yeah, we won't we don't talk about talk... the game. If he doesn't want to talk about the game, we won't talk about the game.
0: We'll talk about anything else other than Anti-Chamber.
1: I, I want to pick this guy's brain just as a brain, not as this game. Because holy shit, this bra- this game.
0: <laughs> That's why he didn't want to talk about it. He's like, I want nobody to know anything about it going into
1: it. Well, now that the game's out, maybe he's he'd be more willing to come on.
0: I'll see. I've got his email.
1: Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, wow, wow, this game. This game is insane. This game took years to produce, and it's it, – it, words are failing me.
0: They, they fail everybody. I remember you, you know at the reviews.
1: You know Hypercube the movie? No. Cube the movie? Yes. Okay, there was a sequel called Hypercube. Oh, God. It, the, the traps were basically deadlier. And How could the traps be deadlier? Well, because they break physics.
0: Oh.
1: It's like there's a room where time just stops. Uh. There's rooms where gravity just starts shifting around. And there's rooms where, yeah, it's just bad. This is like a less dangerous version of that. <laughs> there's nothing in here that will kill you. So far. You can survive falls from infinite height. You can do whatever you need to do. Uh, you, you don't die, but your brain will explode. <laughs> There's just these little little things. Um, you know, when, when you play with perspective is one of them. So you, you, you're walking through a hall, and all of a sudden uh, it, it turns to the right, and you keep turning, and it keeps going, curving off to the right. And you keep turning, and eventually you realize you have turned more than 360 degrees while walking down this hallway, <laughs> he We're, takes yeah. the
0: laws of physics and he just,
1: it just no 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 laws of physics still apply.
0: Okay, so laws of geometry.
1: The laws of S- geometry.
0: Laws of spatial geometry.
1: Yeah, laws of physics are still there. Laws of geometry are not. Um, you know, so there's there's this window where, as you look through it, the scenery on the other side is different. Okay. So you're looking down you're looking it's a short section of a hallway, you see a little black square at the end of the hall. If you look through the window, it's a different hallway. If you go up to the window so that it takes your entire view, and then back away from the window, you have moved to that new hallway.
0: So this is like portal on steroids.
1: This is portal on steroids with less control. <laughs> Just you don't get to make the portals and the portals aren't necessarily things you have to go through they're just kind of there there's there is some puzzle elements to it where like you you start getting to manipulate little blocks you get this gun that can manipulate these blocks um <laughs> there's you know spoiler alert there's a timer that starts at the beginning of the game like one of the first things you see is like you have an hour and a half And you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And you play and you play and you play and you play and you you get back to that main room and it's like, there's five minutes left. And you're like, well, fuck that. I lose. And then the timer expires and it's like, ah, ha, ha. Don't worry about the timer. Oh. You're like, what? (laughs) It's like, yeah, take your time. Timer is bullshit.
0: But that's what he does. He just messes with your head.
1: The whole game. That one hallway I described where you're turning and turning and turning and turning and turning and turning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, not only are you turning, but you recognize that you are spiraling inward, which, you know, laws of geometry, it has to end because you're not going up or down. You're just spiraling inward. So eventually it's going to have to stop because it's going to hit itself because the hallway is not getting any thinner. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you you actually end up turning a corner into a new hallway. <laughs> This game broke my mind. I was going nuts while playing it. Like, every five minutes. It's like, wait, what? No, you can't. No! Ow!
0: So how much gameplay did you get out of it?
1: Uh, I've played for about two hours. So I have not finished. Uh, I know some people who did finish it. They finished it in about four hours. They are also really good at puzzle games. So they finish it relatively quickly
0: because my only problem is I'm looking at the price for it 20 bucks
1: 20 dollar game yes so uh, you know one of the things I like to do with games and game pricing is throw it back to movies and movie pricing because no one you know everyone bitches about how much it costs to go see a movie but they don't do anything about it they go and see the movie
0: I wait until I can see it for well now it's I think it's five bucks now geez even the cheap movie prices are going up.
1: Right. But like the okay, so how much time do you get if you go to a good theater? What's the, the what's the time per dollar?
0: Normally movies are about two hours.
1: And you pay ten bucks. That's if you aren't buying popcorn. Yeah. Right? So it's like ten bucks for two hours. Okay, well this is twenty bucks if you get four hours out of it.
0: It might you're right.
1: It's worth it. It it also hurts. <laughs>
0: No, oh, I've been I've been thinking about this game, and I don't know if I want to get it or not. Because you know me in puzzles.
1: You won't stop until you've beaten the game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It really is fun. It is also really hard. <laughs> I, I mean, basically, you have to take what you know about geometry and throw it out the window. It no longer applies.
0: So that's anti-chamber. All right, should we move on to the random topic? Sure. Rolled ahead of time. What is your favorite children's book? Do you know, Dave? I'm thinking. I know one of them. What? The Flying Hockey Stick.
1: Okay, that might actually explain a few things about you. Uh, I never heard of The Flying Hockey Stick. That was not one of my books. Good Night Moon, Hungry Hungry Caterpillar. And pretty much anything written by Dr. Seuss.
0: Oh, yeah. The Dr. Seuss books are classics.
1: Yep. What What is Kate's comment? Some of
0: them are batshit crazy. Yes, Kate has just um, yes. joined
1: us. Well, that's because it's Dr. Seuss, and he was batshit crazy kind of guy.
0: Oh, he's done other books. I haven't read his other books.
1: The Flying Hotkey Stick?
0: Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to think about that at some point.
1: Okay. But,
0: okay, so the kids' books... <laughs> I don't know. I honestly can say I was a very advanced reader for my age.
1: I mean, you know, kids' books, what what age of kids' books are we looking at? I don't like, know, because I... you are being read to kids' books?
0: I started reading Hunt for the Red October when I was in fifth grade. I tried tackling 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea sometime around that same point. I remember I was so excited to finish 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea because then I got ice cream.
1: <laughs> uh kate just just posted something to me which is uh plus he doesn't really remember anything before elementary school no no i don't um i mean i I don't even remember things from last week
0: how the hell am i supposed to remember things from elementary school i had
1: lord of the rings read to me as a bedtime story you had what lord of the rings
0: Hmm.
1: when i was in elementary school that was my bedtime story
0: if I remember correctly, Hans had uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance read to him. <laughs> he Again, to that, that, that explains to a few things. Yeah. I think my favorite books from childhood though were um, The Way Things Work. Mm-hmm. And there was one that was, uh, it was this big, it was like a coffee table book, but it would take like planes and ships and everything and do like the, the slicing
1: of them. Trains, planes, and something. Automobiles No,
0: that's a movie. Oh, okay. good movie but still a movie. <laughs> it's a big book. I'll have to actually when I can stop by my parents' house figure out what it is but it's it's almost like a, an exploded diagram view of the items with yes. descriptions about how they're all put together and such.
1: So engineering books yes Andy liked engineering books.
0: Okay but th- this is like the flying hockey stick is the one
1: that's quote, the one that' children'
0: book that still sticks with me. Beyond that, I don't think of. I remember any others. Okay. So what about you? Just.
1: I mean, I I said Dr. Seuss, um, Good Night Moon, The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar, any of the Goldbug books. Those those are what I grew up with, and those were fantastic.
0: What would you read to your future children? Would you read those, or would you see if there's
1: anything new out there? I'd probably check and see if there's things that are new. But for the most part, I mean, those are good books. They're great little kids' books. Um. Oh, what was, what was the one? What's bothering someone?
0: What? Oh, what is bothering Carl?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I still have that on this computer. What's bothering Carl? I think if I can find that when I have kids, I'll have that for them. Not gonna limit myself to book, as in stories. So that's what I got.
0: I wonder if they're still doing anything.
1: I don't know. It was a brilliant idea
0: bothering carl come on
1: google
0: nothing posted since 2009
1: uh-oh all right well i think that kind of wraps it up for us andy Mm-hmm. so it's been a pleasure everyone thank you very much for joining us and we will see you next time
0: that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast